is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here from Remax Results and your red hot real estate host, Mimi Shoneman, is in the building and we're going to talk about some fun stuff today, Mimi. Yeah, yes, you know, yes. so we're in that like kind of funky Halloween-y yeah. preparing for Thanksgiving you know, everything smells like a spin, uh, cinnamon and spices apples, and yes, and a little yeah. bit of pumpkin here and there and and preparing people as we move into this new season, because I think we are actually feeling like fall. You know, for a while there were like, are we even going to have a fall? Right. So does that mean uh, for you, Mimi, as a real estate professional, that people are now back going, OK, it's not full on winter. I can be out there looking and shopping and looking for the right house right now. And they're not hibernating yet. There's lots of people out looking, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid here in Minnesota that you've got to slow down if you're thinking that now's a good time to put your house on the market because it's a good time for you. Um, every time is a good time because okay. there's people looking here year round. Right. Uh, in fact, we got a, a new call from one of our listeners who's an HR director with people coming in from up north. Uh, or up east. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's lots of uh, relocation because the Twin Cities is a great hub for business. And we were just talking about it at an event that I was at because of the booming tech industry that's here as well, that there are people that are looking to come to this market. So there are a lot of um, employers that are talking about upping their game in comparison to other parts of yes. the country, fortunately for us here. And there's less competition for you if you are putting your house up in the market this time of year than there would be in May. Okay. And so that just means that less competition means that you can hold tight on your price. Um, So the demand is still going to be pretty good. It may not be quite the the, uh, fever that it is in May. Like everybody comes out of hibernation all at the same time. Um, And so that's good in some respects. But, you you know, you also have people that are serious. They're not tire kickers. They're not just coming to your house. Uh, just because they like looking at houses. And Mimi, I just thought of you as well because I thought I, I got a very interesting story from one of my friends. I know that they had had their house on the market and they finally, you know, they, I don't want to say finally, it didn't take them that long, but they just closed they're, they're, or they're getting ready to close with their uh, buyer because they're getting ready to build a new house. Yes. And we were just like, wait, you're going to build a house in winter here? And they're like, no, we talked to some people in the neighborhood and they did theirs during the winter. So just having that real life story of we think that things are so seasonal here but it's like people are accustomed to what happens in minnesota during different times and different seasons so there are people that are like nope this is how we build in the fall and this is how we build in the winter if you if let's just say for instance that your analogy if if you are sitting back and you're thinking yeah i'm not gonna do it if real estate shut down for only the months that was good weather <laughs> right so, <laughs> I don't even know what kind of insanity that would look like. Right. Um, because everybody, I don't even, seriously, we are so thankful that for the people who do trickle out into the colder, you know, less, you know, beautiful, 80, sunny, mm-hmm. shiny, all those kind of days. 
Uh, if that is the case, there I don't even know. We'd have to import realtors into <laughs> into. It'd be like a storm chaser. Right. I don't know. But um, it, it's not a bad time to do business here in real estate this time of year. Right. And then I see over there you do have your brand new guides out there for things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home. And we always appreciate people getting that because they're like, okay, where do I start? That's a good place to start. And you yes. can get those if you call in right now at 651-641-1071. Yes, we've got both uh, things to consider when you're buying a home and things to consider when you're selling a home for fall 2018. Oh, my gosh. And I guess probably in another month, a winter one will come out. Yeah. And so we're looking at about, you know, a little over 20 pages of good information uh, about mortgages, getting pre-approvals, different myths uh, mm-hmm. go associated with buying and selling a property, and just all kinds of really good information, down payment stuff, things that we talk about here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show all the time, but all in one concise guide. And right. so if you are, uh, if information is important to you, do call and request a copy. They're absolutely free. If you little need, need a little light reading over your coffee in the morning or for something that you want to take to you as you're getting ready to go to bed, you're like, I'm going to wind down and read this. I'm going to not be on my phone because we know that all the blue light is bad. Get one of these guides. You know, and this they, is a good thing to kind of like I put learned, in your brain. Right? You can put some lenses in that gets rid of the blue light. That too. is true. That okay. is true. So this is all like a you know public service announcement. Right. I don't know. I'm into glasses lately. You know all kinds of things, Mimi. That is what we learn. And you have a variety of different clients and you can do a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And so that is part of what you're going to talk about today is what kind of client and things that they should know. Right. Well, mm-hmm. what we're going to talk about is what your mama wants you to know before you buy the house. Right. Um, so, you know, sometimes when your mama tells you something, it's just a knee jerk reaction. You really don't want to listen. Right. To mom. Mom's, you know, old school mom. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. You haven't bought a house in 100 years. Exactly. And, Why would you know how this works? And how, I'm different. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, there there is something beautiful about wisdom and uh, wisdom sometimes sits back in the pocket and it pops up and, you know, it rubs you the wrong way. But in there's you do want to take advantage of some of the insight that some of our elders have uh, experienced there's some and, truth there and that they witness. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're going to present it to you like that. And you can go back and talk to your mom. It'd be a good conversation. Yeah, over. So you can save it and go, you know what? You were right. Yes. I know we hate to say that sometimes, but it'll feel good. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that your mom wants you to think about is. They want you to profit from your large investment. And so one of the things that is important to know is your appreciation rate and the turnover rate in your neighborhood. Okay. Okay. So what that means is how many homes are on the market, how many have canceled, how many have sold in the last six months, and you pay attention to the days on market and the percent of original list price that your, your sellers are getting in that area. And that will tell you a little bit about how fast the homes in that area are turning over. Okay. So, um, for instance, if you're interested in in buying a home, you want to see, I mean, so um, is there a lot of activity going on in this neighborhood? Are the prices going up? Are they going down? Are they staying flat? What's happening in your micro neighborhood? So if I am a uh, potential buyer and I, you know, I, how do I, let's, let, let's do two scenarios. If it's someplace where I know that I, pro, or, or I'm anticipating being there for uh, five years or less, and then let's do the scenario of it's someplace where I think this is going to be where I have my children and raise my children. I'll be there for like 10 years or more. So 
there's just so many ways to look at it. So okay. I'll give you a for instance. So there is a pocket neighborhood that we had a, a client that we worked with this year in New Hope. Okay. And mm-hmm. the thing about New Hope is there's just not a ton of movement going right. on there. People hunker down. They stay there. They like it. Yep. It's good proximity. My to, mom lives over there. Their house is paid off and they don't sound like they're leaving. No. Mm-hmm. And they take great care of their properties. They've even got like, you know, best yard competitions. <laughs> right. So, you know, when lots of block parties during National Night Out over yes. in New Hope. Yes. So if you make your mind up, you're like, yes, I'm going to move to New Hope <laughs> and I want a, you know, three bedroom on one level and a full finished basement. Yes. And I want, I want, I want, I want. Okay, well, you may need to be patient Okay, in getting into that property, or we may have to do some creative work to try and find a property for you within that scope. Right. Um, now, if you're moving into an, a neighborhood that has a lot of turnover, let's say it's an upwardly mobile uh, professional People live there and they are oftentimes relocated to different areas of the country because of their job. Gotcha. You're going to probably be able to see that there, you're going to be able to get into that neighborhood maybe a little bit sooner than you would to some other, like the New Hope, for instance. Right. And so you want to look and see how is that affecting the prices in that neighborhood? Is that helping the neighborhood and prices are going up or are you seeing that uh, you know, it's not affecting the neighborhood at all. Because or, maybe it's turning so quickly that it's just things are staying flat. Yes. Okay. And so you want to pay attention to how is that affecting the prices? And so a lot of times, well, historically, if you build, for instance, to your first analogy, mm-hmm. and you are one of the newer ones in that you get in on the ground floor and you get the best pricing that that builder is off offering, if you hang on and you do some improvements to your house and the all of the whole development sells out, then you're probably going to see some really good capital improvement in that area, especially if it's a high demand area and people want in that that okay. development. Let's just say that you got one of the premium lots in this development and you're like, yeah, I'm the first one in here <laughs> right. and I'm going to do this thing right. And that lot is very desirable because, you know, they've they've sold all the best ones first. Okay. So you want to pay attention to all of what's happening in the micro neighborhood of where it is that you want to live. All right. And so those are good questions that you can ask your realtor and they can do all of that translation for you. Absolutely. So we are going to be also taking your questions. If you have any questions on things that your mom would want you to know. You know, yes. when you're buying your house, contact us here at the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results is here as well. And we are covering things that your mom wishes that you knew when you were buying your house. And so we're giving you just giving props to moms. You know, mom sometimes has some really good advice that you were just not in a position to receive. You know, <laughs> What is all this hating on with moms? You know what I'm know. saying? It's like I, I watch like my nieces do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, seriously, seriously. Yeah. Your mom is cool. She's so cool. And you're so young. You don't even know. They don't know. Cool. Yeah. I yeah. have somebody say that, too. They're like, does your, you know, your son must think you're a really cool mom. I'm like, he's not into my same stuff. He doesn't know. Yeah. Doesn't care. He's like, I'm just the one that said no more cookies, no more pizza. Right. Yeah. They just get to a certain age. And then we and then hopefully as we continue to age, we get back to the point. Because I know I was that person that for a while I was like whatever mom you're always just bossing me around and now I'm like oh that was some good advice and maybe it's sometimes as a mom I'll admit that we don't always communicate it as well Well, as we should 
But yep. sometimes it's good you just, information. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. they it's it's more of a command Correct. than a, just a conversation. Yes, yeah, so you it know? looks bossy, you know, but it is trying to help you with that. And so if you have any questions, we consider uh, we encourage you to call in. If you were like, well, my mom said this, right? <laughs> is this right oh, so, in the real estate market? Exactly. Or is she crazy? You can contact us at six five one six four one one zero seven one. The six five one six four one one zero seven one. So your mom and we real estate. <laughs> professionals we really encourage that you become accustomed to what prices are okay for things that are going to go into a house do you okay. mean appliances and type of things i'm or talking mean- about the whole house system okay okay because when you start looking at a house you have absolutely no idea most people now there are some experts out there that have done all of this research and you know kudos to you mm-hmm. and we encourage people to spend some time in home depot or menards or lowe's or right. your big box uh, you know hardware typey places yes so that you know okay so how much is a stove and a refrigerator and how much are cabinets? How much is carpet per square foot? If you um, need more flooring, what are you probably looking into? Yeah, mm-hmm. because otherwise, if you go into a house and you have absolutely no idea what these items cost, you know, sometimes, you know, as a as a home buyer, I know I have experienced this when I was a home buyer before I was in real estate. The first thing, you know, most people don't want to look like is foolish right you nobody wants to look like they're uneducated or they don't know and so sometimes some people have a hard time asking questions right don't be that person okay there truly is no stupid question and the right person to be asking that to is your real estate professional because we do see a lot of homes and we do understand that what your particular financing is, so let's say, Ms. Shannon, that you're looking for a home. Yes. And I know your finance program, so I know you're coming in all in. The best you can do is going to be the lowest down payment of 3.5%. Right. And I also know, as your real as your realtor and your real estate professional, that you don't have any extra money. You, you are scraping it all together best you can. Right. And so I know, as your advisor, that the, we need to pay particular attention to the big ticket items of these properties. And your mother would kiss me <laughs> because she's like, yeah. Because now they wouldn't have a refrigerator and they didn't even take that into account. So mm-hmm. let's just say that you, what happens to you happened to me. So I move into my very first house and within the first three months, my water heater kicks out right. and floods the basement. Yes. Okay. So you know no reserves if you're if you're all in like that water heaters are about a thousand dollars you don't know that until you've had to buy a water heater it's probably not on your christmas list right you know you so those are the your kind air of conditioner goes out in the middle of the summer and you're like am i going to fix this or am i just going to suck it up because yeah. i don't have the money well i we can provide you with red hot real estate group fans <laughs> I like that. You can sit in there and have some sweet tea (laughs) and just fan your little self. Exactly. No, in all seriousness, that is one of the things I think people are really super concerned about is the HVAC system. Nobody knows how much those cost. Right. And and you're like, oh my gosh, my my heater and my air conditioner goes out. That's like $5 million. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, I mean, seriously, Mm -hmm. do you know how much an HVAC system costs if yours goes out? Um. 
<laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah. So, I'm like, I know that I would probably be coming in around $1,700 to, okay. to do that whole thing. So you're coming in low. Right. Most people are thinking it's in the neighborhood of ten to 20000 mm-hmm. So it's somewhere probably between five and ten. Gotcha. If you're doing the whole deal. And it, it's like it's like jewelry. Right. So, you know, how fancy do you want your heater to be? Do you mm-hmm. want it to, you know, play a song when you turn it on? Okay. You know, that kind of thing. Right. You want it to be remote when you actually are on vacation or when you're coming home from work, it can get fancy. Okay, so we can have a, like we have all those smart uh, technology type appliances and, and yes. systems that we can have now. So you can get in the ten grand, is what you're saying. Gotcha. You can get even higher mm-hmm. than yep. ten grand, but it can also get as low as like three grand. Mm-hmm. And you got to know where to shop for that stuff, right. right? It does. It's not just one place that you can look. So you know, your mother and your real estate professional, myself. I want you to be educated about these things as we're going through, because if you walk in because it's all HGTV and it's super cute and it smells like fresh paint, but I'm looking at the roof and and it's like, you know, the wizard, your toes are all curled up (laughs) up there. And I see that there's like all kinds of staining on your windows and I, you know, see a little bit of rust over around the, the, the furnace. Those are things that I'm looking at. I'm looking for stains along the ceiling. So this is the value that your real estate professional who's been in the business, who's watched a a number of people, because the worst thing that we want to hear is you move into a house as a new buyer. We want to we want to talk to you the next time. You know, oh, my gosh, I love my place. Right. Versus. Oh, this place is a money pit. Right. Why did I do this? This is the worst. Just trouble all the time. I I got it. Yeah. Yeah. But the good news is, is if you move into a money pit, you know, we can help you with referrals to where you get these things done. And hopefully it's not so bad that you can't live there and do things, you know, over time. Right. Um, so this is why we talk about a lot of contingencies. So let's just say that the worst case scenario happened to you and you're in a house mm-hmm. and you lose your job and your furnace goes out. Right. All kind of madness. Yes. Hitting you all at the same time. Yeah, like I'm already stressed out how am I supposed to handle this so you're like yeah I do I eat or do I feed my cat right you know so because it can't both happen it's bad Mm -hmm. so you we've talked about this right so we were getting you signed up with uber you know right Uh, and I'm serious yeah Yeah. and we're getting you on to you know rent.com where you're putting your your extra bedroom on for a a tenant right or airbnb situation so we have these conversations just like your mother would be like, yeah, that's never going to happen to me. My job's great. So for And any- then life gets in the way. And so mm-hmm. for anybody out there who's never lost a job or been fired or laid off, I have had that happen. Right. And I know you I have. have. Mm-hmm. That is a very, very scary place to yes. be. And it does happen. Right now our economy is great. And we were talking about this right. during the break. Mm-hmm. You need to plan for contingency. So. Right. Anyway, enough about that. We're getting off of that soapbox. I'd love to hear people talk about their shopping experience at these big box stores. Go in, take a picture of the thing that you didn't know how much it cost and send it to our Facebook page. Yes, please do. We want to know, were you surprised at how much a stove cost or, or even a, a new bathtub? I don't know this how much like is that? Take a look at it. Yeah. Go over to Menards and let us know. So you got a crack in your toilet. Yeah. Who shops for a toilet unless you need one? Exactly. So yeah, send us those uh, Red Hot Real Estate Group on Facebook. Facebook. We want to know what you think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, real as a real estate professional, we've talked about this a lot. 
the first thing that most people ask me is I just want if they really aren't particular about where they want to live, they just want to live in a quote unquote good neighborhood. Right. Okay. so I know we beat this to death, (laughs) but what I think is a good neighborhood doesn't necessarily mean what you think is a good neighborhood. Right. Maybe you want to live in the neighborhood where the rock musicians live because you dig the the drum circle that's happens over there. Yes. You know, four, you like that community and four you're like, times this will a be week. Neat. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you need sidewalks. So that's something that really shocked me that I did not pay attention to. Um, maybe you're a walker and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even notice my neighborhood doesn't have any sidewalks or curbs. Um, those are the kind of things that you need to spend some time, sit down in your car, sit there and feel the space. Right. Okay. Does it have a tree lined street? Are the neighbors sitting out front? Do they sit out back or do you never see them? Um, what does it look like? What kind of cars are they driving? One of the things you mentioned is like, is it a dark neighborhood? So maybe you go back through there in the evening and go, wait, there are no lights anywhere. And I keep like weird hours and in the winter's here, it gets dark at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Like how dark is it? There are some neighborhoods where you'd be scared to take your trash to the curb (laughs) after five o'clock in the winter here. Right. It's just pitch black. I don't want to go outside. So, you know, you'd be wearing like a, you know, with a cave hats and with the flashlight and a big reflective vest. That's what I need. Yeah. Not being very articulate today. <laughs> Skil- what is it? Skilunkers or something like that? Spelunkers. Spelunkers. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I knew it was something with a lunker. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, you know, if, if it's going to drive you bananas that you've got RVs or boats or, you know, bricks and cement blocks around, pay right. attention to that kind of stuff because... Once you move in, you can't get rid of your neighbors that easy. That's very true. We have some more information on what your mom would like you to know before you go and buy your house. We're also willing to take your questions. We love it when you call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Mimi Shoneman is here. And we're talking about some advice that if your mom gave it to you, maybe you'd ignore it, but you should definitely take it from Mimi. We're also taking your calls. The number is 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071 if you have any questions. Yes, and we do want to encourage everybody to visit our website, mnredhotrealestate.com. If you've got real estate buying or selling questions, be sure and reach out to us during the week. We also do provide these really comprehensive guides your things to consider when buying a home and things to consider when selling a home for fall 2018 um, it's got really good information it takes if, a lot of the guesswork out well it does it gets mm-hmm. you started um, and we also have some fantastic Twin Cities relocation guides that we always have on hand for anyone who's looking for information about neighborhoods now these guides will talk about different specific neighborhoods and give you kind of a a flavor for that but if you'd like to sit down for a free consultation we offer that to all of our listeners as well as a free market analysis if you're curious about what your house might sell for in today's market both fixed up or as is we can do that for you all you have to do is reach out to us during the week because that is a question that you get a lot like how much should i invest in this before i put it on the market you know am i am i then costing myself money because i'm not going to recost that invest uh, recoup that investment yeah you know what what we do here is a lot of times people who are thinking about selling in the lat in the next two years um, we need to have a conversation if you are thinking that you need improvements in your house so that we can tell you, yeah, that's probably going to be a good idea. And no, it's not. But here's my tip for folks that are living in their house. Fix it up while you're in it so right. that you can enjoy it. 
And that has nothing to do with buying and selling. It really has to do with, you know, oh, I, I wish I would have, you know, you hear it so many times, like especially with kitchens, you know, little things that you can do to tweak it up and make it just better personality for you. Right. And oh, more gosh, functional. Yeah. yeah. If I just would have done that, I would have really enjoyed this space so much more. Right. Do it now. Right. And we do appreciate it when all of our My Talkers call into the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number again is 651-641-1071. And we have on hold right now, Robin, thank you for calling in with your question for Mimi. Hi, Mimi. Hey, Robin. Hi. Hey, um, I've got a house that um, a parent was living in earlier, and um, I co-own it with um, a sibling. And um, the house has kind of not um, been kept up, I should say. And I'm I'm wondering what is worth investing in the repairs and what is just worth just kind of, you know, this is probably a property that's going to have to be sold as is. Okay. Um, can you give me a, a just a, a general picture of the condition of the house right now and what type of house is it? Well, it's a split level and um, the... Um, it's had a new roof on it, um, but there's like fascia that is rotting, I'm sure. And, um, there's carpet that is faded and, um, um, the windows need probably replacing and, um, just different things around the house that I'm noticing that really need. Well, what the best thing I would recommend is to have us out and take a look at the property and give you an idea of what we think it would sell for as is. And then we can also go through some pricing options of just basic to get it up to market kind of things that you guys could do. Now, do you have a budget for improvements or not really? Uh, Not really. I was... um... Uh, I'm just kind of blindsided by the whole situation. Okay, yeah, that that can sometimes be daunting when you inherit a property that needs work. And it's like, oh my gosh, what do I do first, and where do I start? Um, and thank yeah. you for calling, Robin, because we know that a lot of times, like one of the things that you mentioned before, Mimi, is that you know when you're in a situation like Robin's, you're like, okay, I just need to get this done. When so you end up with people who are just trying to make money off of you, but not necessarily advising you. Like if you were with somebody like Mimi yeah. Robin, so I think that that helps yeah. a lot. Yeah, yep. you know we yep. we would love to talk with you because it's kind of one of those things where we kind of have to see it in order to be able to give you an opinion. Do you do you know? Do was it owed free and clear, or is there a mortgage on it? No, it's owned out right free and clear. Okay, well that at least is a benefit. Um, yeah, so but, but a lot. Along with this, I'm having to, um, I'm kind of somehow just nominated because I'm kind of the female in the family as like the one who has to clean up the aftermath, if you know what I'm saying. I do. I do indeed. (laughs) And how many siblings? You says you and one other? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Either It's funny to me. Uh, not funny at all, really, but there always does seem to be one person that the family, you know, kind of inadvertently as the nominates as, you know, it's like, I don't know if it's like a lifetime of they've watched you get stuff done and they uh-huh. know you'll do it or, or what that is. But there always does seem cool. to be, uh, you know, Maybe one person. I, w- 
I wish I had you on tape saying that. <laughs> well, you know, if you podcast this the, yeah. during the week, you will. Because <laughs> a lot good. of times it is actually, it'll, it's more work for you, but Mimi's right. It is kind of like a testament to the, there's a reason why they trust you to do it. And they go, well, Robin will just handle it. Yeah, you well, know? you know, I never forget when my brother told me, he's like, yeah, you're the executor. I'm like, really? Nobody told me. <laughs> like, what yeah. does that look like? You right. know, yeah, the terror. Yeah, um, I yeah. understand that, Robin. Like, if anything happened to my mom, you know, Lord willing, I have a long time we have to do that. But I'm that person in the family where they'd go, Shannon will do it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, so it is a, a lot. Club. Yeah, so that's a lot, Robin. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, I could go off on a tangent about that, but I won't get into that. That's a whole other story. I don't know. That might make for some interesting radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, we do have your information. So Mimi's going to follow up with you and then we can, you okay. know, hopefully have you report back to us and let us know, you know, what the best case uh, scenario is for you. And hopefully you continue to get along with your siblings and the family members oh. as you're navigating all of this. Yes. Well, that would be a dream. But yeah. You know. Robin, <laughs> thank you so much for calling. We, we will you, definitely lady. talk with you. Yes. Uh, have a great day. Thank, thank you, lady. you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Now, Robin, don't forget to go to, you know, one of our you know, Home Depot type of stores. And just start and looking at it because you're picture. right. Yeah. Because there is so many things that you're going, you know, which things are priorities. So how do you help people like Robin prioritize what they should do? I know you have to look at it, but when you're in there as a realtor and you're helping them make the wisest decision to get the most out of that home that they're now just trying to probably just want some closure and move on. Like what type of things that she listed some things? What are the key things that you would probably tell her to update. Well, you know, if you have no budget, and right. that is really the truth. Yes. Um, because, like, let's just say that I'm helping you right now with your project. Right. And you've inherited your mom's house, and it is a you hot You aren't mess. ready for it at all. You've mm-hmm. got, you've got, say you've got no savings, and you've maxed out your credit card, so you don't have any money right. for real. And you've got nobody you can borrow it from. Then you have to make a decision to price it as is so that it will sell. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you're probably going to get a haircut about it. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get top dollar and you're going to be like hit hard with investors coming in. But there's still probably little things that we can do to help you make it look good. We can help you clean it out. We've got people that do that. And maybe we can strike a deal with one of our vendors. Well, they'll do something for you, but and put a lien on the house and get paid out of the proceeds. So there's lots of things that we can maybe creatively do with the people that we know in the business. So, you know, that's one of the things I, I like to think, you know, don't it's not necessarily a no it's a i gotta figure it out right you know let's see who we know and what can we do and maybe there's a way that we can eke out a little you know because you know money is money right so even if we can get you another grand Mm -hmm. uh, you know or save you five hundred dollars that's worth that's worth talking about right and it might not be too much elbow grease for you it might be something where it's like okay well you don't necessarily need to do the windows But let's at least rip all the carpet out so so we don't have to see it. So it might be something minor. The very basic thing, I think, is to get it empty. Yes. And, you know, to clean it to the best that you can, because cleaning is next to free. Okay. And it does take a little bit of, you know, elbow grease and some some time. But most people have that, okay. you know, at their disposal, a little Dawn dish soap and Tide and water and some bleach go a long way. 
Um, and also renting, you know, a, a steam cleaner for the mm-hmm. carpet might be something that is worthwhile because that's that's very inexpensive, too. And most people can come up with that kind of cash. OK. And, you know, some of those markers that can wipe the walls down, mm-hmm. vinegar and water for some of the scuffs and stuff on your walls. You will not believe how that will work. And so, you know, when you're overwhelmed, like many people are when they inherit property, Sometimes just even thinking about those little things is so daunting. Right. It's like, I cannot think about emptying these closets out and I don't know what to do with it. I can't even think about where to go to get a box. Yeah. It It is very overwhelmingly emotional sometimes. And so that's why having somebody in your corner that is not emotionally attached to it can help you think through these things and put together a plan. Right. So, you know, it it can be done and it may not be like the best price ever, but it can be done and you'll you'll have profit and proceeds and some sanity. Right. Well, because you're saying that sometimes maybe you don't want to actually invest in the property, but you could go. But let's pay somebody to come and clean it out for you. Yes. Okay. And we have resources uh, for folks that are going through these things. We understand that, you know, you have lots of decisions to make, especially when you inherit something and maybe you've never even. So maybe let's just say, for instance, the house that you inherit you didn't have a great relationship with that person when right. when they passed. And maybe you haven't been in that space in a long time. Wow. Going through somebody's underwear drawer when you weren't too friendly, you know, that can be awkward. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking about your drawers. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go through that right now. <laughs> no. I have a designated friend that will do that. There don't worry. Like, yeah. We, we oh. had that bonding there kind of thing. Have. I'm like, you're my friend that comes and cleans out my house. But not everybody <laughs> does have that right. person, you know. Right. And what about these these valuables that you know people have like i inherited recently lennox birds <laughs> a whole box and those are a whole box full of them are those like hummel figures are yeah they, okay all and right it's like that was a surprise okay and i don't know what to do with these birds you know and so you know that's the thing you right. know you get all these things and you have this emotional attachment or some sort of relationship with them and it's like I realize that those things are valuable or they could be to somebody, but I don't want them. Right. You hear that a lot. It's just work for you. With children that don't Mm -hmm. want their parents' china. Yeah. That makes me want to (laughs) cry. You know, take the china already. But then you're kind of like, but why? You know, I get that. I get that. Put it in your apartment and you'll appreciate it when you're, you know, 30 years from now. Hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully. That's what I think. But, well, you know. we have some more tips on what uh, your mom would want you to know. And, you know, sometimes it's like giving you this wise information now just kind of help you somewhere down the road. We also can take more of your questions. You can call us at the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. That's 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Miss Shannon. Mimi Shoneman from Remax Results is here. She's been giving you some good tips on how you can um, really navigate the, the world. And it's some advice coming from the perspective of a licensed realtor that if your mom gave it to you, you might go, I'm shutting you down. I'm not listening to you. I'm not taking <laughs> yeah, advice from you anymore. We can be the crabby one that you <laughs> give us the hand. We're okay with right. it. We can't see you. Right. <laughs> We're also taking your questions. The number is 651 641 If you've been out there navigating the real estate world, if you have kind of a weird scenario and you can use a little advice, Mimi is the person to help you. Yes. So I'm going to talk to you about buying an ugly house. Okay. 
Um, so if you look at an ugly house versus one that's pretty, mm-hmm. that's been all fixed up with the new carpet and the paint and maybe a little, you know, something, something, you're going to pay exponentially more for the one that has been fixed up. Right. Okay? And the work you can YouTube. OK, it's not that hard. Uh, so my advice as you're see, I can give all kinds of mom advice. Right. I don't even have kids. <laughs> Um, is that pay attention at least, at least give yourself a moment to pause to the one that you think, I can't stand that house, but your realtor's going, this is great. Right. Um, because we see the bones. We don't care that it's cute. Um, we see the bones of it because, you know, some of these homes that like Robin was talking about Mm -hmm. in the last break, maybe that's a phenomenal home. Right. You know, maybe it's in a great location. Maybe it's got a nice flat yard with a fence, but it's just ugly right now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just like going shopping, right? Right. So you're wearing frumpy stuff. You go to the mall, you get a new thing and you're cute then. Do you ever have to like tell your clients just to kind of like harken back to when they were a kid and use their imagination on what it could be? Okay. So again, when you're walking through the house, it depends on the reception ability of the buyer. Okay. Okay. So are you, are you the buyer that has already made your mind up before you ever reach out to your real estate professional exactly what you want? Or are Uh, you open? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really a personality thing. And so as a real estate professional, I can't tell you what to do or what to like or where you ought to go. Right. But I can encourage you to stay open to the opportunities. Right. Okay. Um, and so when I see, like, it is so hard. I'm just going to say right now, the hardest thing in my job, and sometimes I just want to go to the back bedroom, close the door, and jump up and down for a second, mm-hmm. shake it off, <laughs> shake it off. I'm right. Like, oh, why won't you like this house? It's perfect. <laughs> you know, right. That kind of thing. But you can't. Yes. Because what may be perfect for me is not, not perfect, perfect for, for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do recognize soundness of what, of, of, Finishes, okay. for instance. So I'll look at something that may have, uh, you know, been redone or you can you can kind of tell that a wall has been taken down to open up a room and you can kind of look at how the workmanship is done and, and whether things seem seem plum or if it looks sloppy right that kind of stuff and sometimes if you aren't used to looking at a lot of properties you'll miss that and you'll be like oh but it's so gray and so cute. You right know, with the shiny mm-hmm. um, and they're like that's just paint that's not the you know that's and, not the the guts and the and the, fifty thousand dollars more than what you could have if you just took a year or two and did it over time yes okay but that's when it got some oops paint and you could make it gray oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> paint 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 is right. so cheap yeah okay and it does take a little bit of you know elbow grease but right. it can be fun you know, and then you get to paint it your own, whatever you like. And then if you don't like it, when it goes up, you can change it because mm-hmm. paint is cheap. Right. Right. I have some paint in my house right now. I've been meaning to paint my son's room and haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the project. Okay. I get it. All right. I get it. All right. And then if you happen to be the fortunate one to have hardwood floors underneath carpet, if you discover that, that is like, that's like winning the lottery, you know, yes. in seriousness. 
is you can pull that up and you can put a little Murphy's oil soap down and clean that baby up and make it shine. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's like the holy grail. Even if you just need a little bit of a sander, you can rent those. Yes, kind of thing. again, mm-hmm. you know, this is the kind of stuff you don't know until you need to know. Maybe people didn't know you could rent a sander. Right. Or that you could even pull the carpet up. I mean, and this is true because why would you know these things exactly. if you've never done it before? Okay, so that's that. Um, I'm going to recommend, okay, so there's a new thing lately um, about inspections of septic, or excuse me, sewer lines. Oh, okay. Okay, so a lot of cities around the area have what's called an, a water INI, and then you have to get the, the sewer line inspected by the city. West okay. St. Paul is one, for instance. And so I don't know if it prompted other people to start or other companies to start offering these inspections. But lately, we've seen a, a prevalence of people wanting to get the, the septic line scoped. By so they'll come there with the camera and all of those yep. things and check them out. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's interesting because, you know, sometimes you do see that there are cracks in those those sewer lines. I will just tell you that I understand why you would want to do that, because as my ex-husband is a plumber, you get there and you're like, wait, that tree is beautiful and it has grown through all of the pipes. And now we have to dig up the yard. Yes. You know, or something like that will happen that you were like, how? Why is why is my plumbing not working quite right? And he's like. Yeah, I can't bore that out. We need to dig that out every once in a while because it has put cracks in it. I get it. Mm -hmm. So those inspections. So the inspection companies are now offering that as an additional add on inspection. They run around two hundred dollars ish. Don't Mm -hmm. quote me on that. But so we're seeing it's interesting because we're seeing some people take advantage of getting that done. And we're seeing some people saying, yeah, I don't care. I don't I don't need to know that. I know that there are roots and they will eventually go in there and I got to call and get that, you know, scoped out right. and what have you. But it is a rude awakening when you have sewage coming up by your washing machine. Oh, yeah. Not pretty mm-hmm. no. or good. No. In any way. No. The, the benefit of getting that done when you're in your inspection contingency is that if you find something, you have two choices. You can ask the seller to take care of that and fix it mm-hmm. or you can just walk away right okay so but that gets painful too because now you've got skin in the game yeah you've bought your basic home inspection you've got your septic uh, sewer line inspection and then you sometimes will opt in to get a radon inspection yes or maybe you need to call in for a fireplace and have somebody check out the interior liner of your fireplace Or maybe you need to have an HVAC person come out and because you believe with all the rust around there that 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 furnace is bad. Well, before you're before you know it, you've got a lot of money into your inspection. And sometimes that can be hard to walk away, especially if you get a stubborn seller. Yes. So you go out. Let's just say that all of those things that you find things. So you do typically see that the buyer will request the seller to fix these things or give a financial compensation to allow it to be done. But let's just say, go back to your perspective. Yes. You've bought a house now. You've you've got everything you own into trying to get this house. Right. You're scared. Mm -hmm. And you're like, I don't have the money to fix that. What? This seller won't fix it for me. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is that back to our mom, my mom ease type uh, statements back to that, you know, a penny wise or a pound foolish. It's like, okay, should I spend the money up front? And now I'm not stuck in the scenario that later, okay, maybe it cost me if we add in all of the things you said, $1,200 worth of tests. 
Yes. To not have to somewhere go, okay, I'm four months in and now I have to come up with five grand. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. you, you know, so you want to pay attention. Okay. Pay particular attention to how the seller keeps every other thing. Okay. Because it's an indicator. Okay. So if, if you've got socks hanging out of the dresser drawer and the bed is sloppily made. Right. Or if there's stains on, you know, if, if this kitchen sink is dirty, that should be a red flag to you that if they don't care enough to fix that stuff during the showing, what have they ignored over the last 10 years? Good point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm just paying all kinds of attention to mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And it makes me nervous for my buyers. And we're talking about this stuff as we're going through. So pay attention to that kind of stuff. Get the appropriate inspections because that is your protection during that inspection contingency. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that you got eyes wide open to what it is that you're buying. It's going to be the biggest biggest purchase that you'll probably make in your lifetime. Right. So it's not to be, you know, taken lightly. So inspections are very very important and the other thing I think that people don't pay attention to, especially in some of these older homes with the limestone foundations, is water. Okay. Water intrusion. So if you see like effervescence, which is that white powdery stuff on okay. the block, you want to pay attention. So do you see like horizontal line cracks in the foundation or do you see zigzaggy ones that go up and down and over and around? Okay. Pay attention to that because it could be a structural problem with the foundation. So you may want to have an inspection that includes water or infrared that sees what kind of water we're talking about in there, because that is a very expensive fix. Right. And it can also be a hazard. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that you've got asthma or you've got allergies to mold. And some of these molds are very toxic. Yes. Mm -hmm. So pay attention to that kind of stuff, because when we're in the basement, a lot of these sellers, you know, you make it pretty, you paint it up with the nice, you know, uh, paint that you paint on cement blocks. Throw some kills on it. Throw kills on it. Mm -hmm. I'm looking for where did you patch this stuff. Right. And I'm pointing that out to my buyers. I mean, like, pay attention to the things that you see that you don't, that just don't seem quite right to you. Right. And so this goes back to working with a professional that is going to help you. I mean, mm-hmm. we can't we can't help you decide what the right house is or what to fix if you're a seller, but we can tell you what the, the buyers are looking for. And, and what buyers really want at the end of the day is a safe, sound, nice place where they can call home and that they can feel good about it, that they feel like they've bought, bought smart and they can live there for four or five years without any kind of major improvements. And so they don't want to pay for your things that you've put off. Right. So if you are thinking about buying or selling, we, again, offer all of our listeners a free consultation. Reach out to us at mnredhotrealestate.com. And we'd love to uh, talk with you, have the consultation. And also, you can always call and request these free guides. Right. And you can also re-listen to this episode and former episode or previous episodes of the Red Hot Real Estate Show by going to my Red Hot Real Estate, I'm sorry, going to mytalk1071.com keyword red